Or, or you might praise his Lord if, if there's something that comes up. I hear about something or some need or whatever, or you bring something to mind. So that. Third, be sensitive to God's leading. That is, be led by the Holy Spirit. And, and there's a sense here where the Holy Spirit can prompt us as individuals. The Holy Spirit's in us and can prompt us, okay? And the prompting has got to be something that's good and aligned with the truth of God and the purposes of God. But, but that's, that can happen. I, I can't help but think all of you as believers have been prompted by the Holy Spirit to serve him in different ways. Be holy. You can't do God's work if you're not holy. Second Timothy 2, 20, 21. Great verses. On great verses. Work hard. You work hard by the grace of God. You know, you know the example about driving a car that you really can't steer a car unless you're driving. You all know that, right? I mean, you all been in a car, you try to, you, you, you got to be moving. And so as you're a Christian who's moving, who's working for the Lord, God can then more easily show you what he wants you to do. That's the point. You'll be doing what you know to do, and God will show you more things to do or to keep doing the same thing. Next, work with others. Don't be alone or be a, a team player. That's what the Lord wants. I got a call the other day from somebody in California. His name is Don. I want you to pray, pray about this. This, this uh, guy was reading um, uh, the article in, in, in Science Hope magazine that I had written, you know, about prophecy, and he, he, he you know, got my number and says, hey, says, I, 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 I like to do tracks. Can we do some tracks? Can we talk about doing some prophecy tracks related to the gospel? He really is an evangelist. I mean, this guy is one that every day of the year, he's going to make sure that he shares the gospel. He's, that guy. he's just really fervent, really excited. So, so sounds pretty good here. Let's, let's see what happens. So we're just in the talking stages now, but taking things that I've written and used it for the gospel. But pray for that. I thought that's, that, would be, that would really be exciting, working with him in that way. Persevere. Keep going. Even when you're tired and want to give up. Okay, all of you have had times when you want to give up. The verse in Ephesians, excuse me, Galatians 6 is so good. Do not grow weary of doing good, for in due time you will reap if you do not grow weary. Okay, so there's a whole element of, of reaping and being successful and serving the Lord as you just keep going. Look to Jesus. Think about how he worked and what he went through, as it says in, in, in Hebrews 12, 3. Consider him who endured such suffering by sinners against himself that she will not grow weary and lose heart. Very important. And so then, you're to love others, serve others, and fulfill God's purpose for your life. And these are very, very important subjects because they relate to the totality of your life. They relate to what God wants you to do, how you can please him, and how you, then you can affect the people that God puts in your life. How, how encouraging. I mean, this, I tell you, this excites me. How exciting that we can live for God, that we can serve him, that we can do the work he wants us to do. Let's close with these familiar verses, first, 2 Timothy 4, 7 and 8. Paul writes, I fought the good fight. I finished the course. I've kept the faith. In the future, there's laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous, pray for them, that you'd encourage them, give them your grace and peace, and help them, Lord, to just look to you and know your presence and know your love, Lord. I, that's so important. For all of us, that's what you want. But thank you again for this fellowship, this church here, Lord. Help us to be holy. Help us to be strong. Help us again to do all that you want. I want to do pray for also for, for Raphael and Jorge from Bethel who are going to the conference, to that Shepherd's Conference next uh, this coming week, leading on Tuesday, 
that you bless their time, Lord, as there's going to be an abundance of good teaching and fellowship and worship times, Lord. And I just ask you to really minister to them and use that to affect their lives. But for all of us, Lord, I thank you again for your great love for us this time, the communion time we're going to have now, we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. If the singers can come on up, we'll sing our song. Kind of disagreed with Steve on that uh, race thing. I, I'm 67. I thought I just finished my fourth lap, so I don't know what's how that's going, but we'll see. Would you stand with us as we do our song before our um, Lord's Supper? So he talked about love for others as Christians loving each other. Uh, the greatest way to have that love is to have a greater love for Jesus Christ, and that's what this hymn is about. Uh, My Jesus, I love thee, I know thou art mine. For thee all the follies of sin I would resign. So as Christians, we are seeking to love Jesus with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength. And as we gain that love for him, we'll gain that love for each other. My Jesus, I love Thee, I know Thou art mine, for Thee all the follies of sin I resign, my gracious Redeemer, my
take off of what I shared today in terms of thoughts about communion. God loved us. Jesus loved us. Uh, turn your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 5 verses 1 and 2. Again, many verses about how the Lord loved us. These are a couple. Therefore be imitators of God as beloved children. Beloved children just means that God really loves you. He loves you. And walk in love just as Christ also loved you and gave himself up for us an offering and a sacrifice to God as a fragrant aroma. So Jesus loved you. And this is important. You all know that you take every day, whether you eat two, two meals a day or three meals a day or whatever you do, you take time to eat, right? All of you do that? You're all here this week. You ate the past week every day. You need to take time to think about how God loves you every day. And when you take time to eat, it's not just for 30 seconds, right? Right? Five minutes, 10 minutes, 20. You take time to eat. You need to take time to think about the love that God has for you. I, I can't remember it's in Psalm 39 or 40, but it says, the, the psalmist writes, when I'm in your temple, I meditate on your love. I take the time. So many people, Christians, I mean, aren't doing good because they don't take the time to think about the love that God has for him or her. You have to do this, okay? So we're taking a, just a couple minutes here. I'm saying during the week you need to take this time. Secondly, just remember he served you. The verse in um, Luke 19, Luke 22:27, Jesus says, I'm among you as one who has served. So you, you think about this. You think about Jesus' life on this earth. He was serving the disciples, but in effect, he was serving you. He lived for you. You, you read the pages of the Gospels, and Jesus was living for you his whole life. His whole life on earth was for the believers back then and, and for us today. So you think about that. He served you, and finally, he fulfilled his purpose. We just mentioned that verse in John 17, I brought you glory by completing the work. That was the primary work that God wanted his son to do. God so loved the world that he sent his son down to this earth to die on the cross to pay for our sins. So you, you think about that. He, he served me. So Jesus loves you. He serves you. He filled, fulfilled his work for you, doing the work that, that, that needed to be done to save your soul. It's just an amazing thing. So, again, we, we take these, these few minutes here 
to remind ourselves of the Lord's love for us and then for us then to express our love for him. That's really what this communion is. It's, it's a, some call it a love feast. We know his love and we love him as a church, as a, a collective fellowship. That's what we are doing together. As we take this time then, let's take a few minutes, each of you personally, pride before the Lord just to confess if there's any sin in your heart and we need our hearts to be right before we have communion. Let's pray. Dear Father, dear Jesus, thank you for this time today. What we're talking about here is powerful truth, eternal truth, life-changing truth. This is not some little small thing here. This is big-time stuff. And I pray, O oh God, that we all be affected and be transformed more and more by your love. This time here, and as we go living our lives for you, we ask you for this, you help us. But thank you again for this time. Thank you, Jesus, for taking each and every one of our sins, thoughts, words, and actions upon yourself on that cross about 2,000 years ago to pay the pay most sufficient. And God was satisfied by the work that you did for us. We bless you for that. We love you for that. And thank you that we can have this time to remember you, remember your love for us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 11. So they received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, in the night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup also after supper saying, this cup is the new covenant of my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Dear Father, again, we thank you so much for this time. Thank you for each person here. Thank you that you put us together as a family of believers. You love us and we love you. Together we say that. Thank you again for your faithfulness and all that you have done for us, all that you will do for us. Lord, just help us this week again to live for you in the way that you want. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. This week we have our Bible study time on Wednesday, if you're able to come out, 6.45. And then uh, next weekend will be 
Uh, Time to change your clocks. We spring forward, so make sure you put your clock forward next weekend. Otherwise, you'll be uh, surprised when you get to church. Uh, (laughs) So that's next weekend. And at the end of the month, um, if you want to put on your calendar, we've got our work day on the 25th. If you're able to come out that morning, we'll have some maintenance items around the church here. That would be great. And then um, you might have noticed we've uh, put in a few air conditioning units. We've got a new one in the kitchen area. We've got a new one in the office here. And um, so eventually we'll get new units in here. We're still working on that. But I just bring, I bring that up so that you um, uh, know that those are uh, happening. We've been talking about it for a while. But also wanted to bring up just the policy, uh, and I'll relate this to my house. So our policy at home is that um, my wife is the one who works with the thermostat because that is because uh, she gets hot very easy and I can put on more clothes. So that is the policy of the house. And I would say that is the policy at Hope Bible Church, that there are a few people that are to deal with the thermostat. And we set that to where there might be a few people that are, are cold and you can put on more clothes. Um, and that allows us to satisfy both those who get hot and those who get cold. So uh, just keep that in mind. We can't have the war of the thermostats. It doesn't work. My wife and I tried that for a while, and it gets really, really ugly. <laughs> so just keep that in mind, um, and we appreciate that. And speaking of my wife, Carol, um, I think most of you know, but uh, she is a breast cancer survivor. She had... 13 years ago, breast cancer, it has come back. Um, so we've got a, a nine-month treatment starting here, so it's going to be a marathon. And just to keep her in, in your prayers, so this Monday, uh, Lord willing, she would start, she would get a, um, a port put in her chest area so the chemo can be put in there. And I bring that up just as you can pray that it will be clear to us whether to go through with that minor surgery on Monday or not because she's feeling she's got a cold and uh, she's really anxious about whether, <laughs> whether to do that or not with that cold. Um, and then on Tuesday, she would start chemo. And uh, again, that goes on for four and a half months. Then she has a surgery and then another four and a half months. So we're talking nine months. I'll keep you updated as I can. Um, but just pray for her if you would. And now we have our last song. And offering-wise, you've got the box on the back table. You can mail it in or give online. Thank you. So if you'd stand with us one last time. Um, There is nothing, I think, more comforting to me than knowing that God is watching out for me. He's watching over me. The idea that the police can protect me, well, they can to some extent. I can protect myself to some extent. But there's a lot of things that I have no control over and I have no hope of ever that. But because I'm a Christian, I'm in the safe in the hands of God, my Father, who is always watching out for me.
So this song is a great concept of that, that we are, as Christians, 24-7, whether we're sleeping or awake, we're leaning on those everlasting arms and leaning into Jesus Christ and God our Father. What a fellowship, what a joy divine, leaning on the everlasting arms. What a blessedness, what a peace is mine, leaning on the everlasting arms. Leaning, I'm leaning, I'm safe and secure from all alarms. Everlasting arms. Oh, how sweet to walk in this pilgrim way, leaning on the everlasting arms. Oh, how bright the path goes from day to day, leaning on the everlasting arms. Leaning, I'm leaning, I'm safe and secure from all alarms. What have I to dread? What have I to fear? Leaning on the everlasting arms. I have blessed peace with my Lord so near. Leaning on the everlasting arms. Leaning, I'm leaning. I'm safe and secure from all alarms. I'm leaning on the everlasting arms. Psalm 86. I will give thanks to you, O Lord my God, with all my heart, and will glorify your name forever, for your loving kindness towards me is great, and you have delivered my soul from the depths of Sheol. Amen. 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 